da 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 You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. So oftentimes we don't get to get to every single movie that comes out. We don't get to dedicate a full hour or full week's episode to every single movie. Because, let's face it, there are more than 52 movies a year, but there are only 52 weeks a year. This is a yearly show, a weekly show. Um, but um, This time of year especially, they, there will start being two to three things that we'd like to do episodes on per week. There definitely so, is, and there has been in the past. So this is maybe the most applicable occasion of this Oscar season, Richard. Um, one that we didn't want to bump Moana for, but one that we still wanted to talk about right now, nonetheless. Right and, now. Uh, this one is called Billy Lynn's Long <laughs> Halftime Walk. The director is Ang Lee, who uh, I think we have enjoyed in the past in various scenarios, which we will talk about, I'm sure. Um, this one is another animal. Completely of its own. Um, An animal that should be put down. I just want to warn the listener, strap yourself in. Um, yeah, it, if you aren't familiar with episodes of... of ours, such as right. uh, Draft Day, Now You See Me, uh, Transformers, uh, whatever it was, Extinction, Major Extinction, uh, you might be in for something similar here, unfortunately. Um, you know... Mm. It's just um, sometimes you don't know where to begin with with these types of things. And Brian, I can kind of let you begin because I I'm afraid that I will derail the entire show or take your thoughts on this. But um, yeah, well, let's just say this was your idea too. You, you told you were like Kent. You need, we need to do an episode on this. I was like, oh, yeah. it's his okay. idea. That they make the I, movie. I, I, <laughs> I take your word for it. For you know, <laughs> I take your word for it. And I did this time, and I'm glad I did. But I guess start yeah, us off. I believe my, my official tag was, uh, you guys really need to see this so that we can just destroy it. Like, I want you <laughs> I to see how like bad that. this movie is. Oh, my gosh. So I, this was a movie that was... It, look, this, mo- this year is rough for movies in general. This was on my list uh, for like most anticipated of the year for the second half of the year. And I, I think I said at the time it's on the website somewhere of like, I'm nervous about it, but it's an interesting trailer. And, you know, Ang Lee has made some really good films. And so you, you kind of give it the benefit of the doubt of like, surely it will be at least a decent movie. And, um, not so much, not at all. Um, it takes a lot to get me there. Look, we, there's plenty of bad movies. We see plenty of bad movies in a year, uh, especially this year. Um, and if you're, you know, if you've listened to any number of our shows, you know that, that we're, you know, we're not in the business of pulling our punches. If we feel like something is terrible, we're going to tell it like it is. And we're going to say why we we're feel like that way. And, <laughs> yeah. And our the ratings are just as right? good. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, like we, we're not going to pull punches. If we feel like something is bad, we're going to say it. And this is, that said, it takes a lot to, it takes a lot to offend me. Um, 
this offends me as as a Texan. It offends me as an American, and it offends me as a human. This is like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like in a year that features Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman, and I don't know half a dozen other movies that I'm forgetting at the moment. This seriously, legitimately, might be the worst movie of the year, and that is whoa, what an accomplishment. And I'm still kind of in shock at how how bad it is from frame one through the end of the film. Like I. <laughs> I texted seriously. I texted Richard. Oh my Richard gosh! I'm just laughing because I movie. agree. Oh my gosh! It's so bad. I texted one. Richard two <laughs> minutes into the movie and said, "This is crap," and I can't believe how bad this is. Like it just—you could see it. Really, it, honestly, like as soon as the movie starts, like you just have this in uh, this like sense of doom that's that's coming on you. Like, oh my god, this is going to be that bad. It is. It really is. I it's going to be ready. that movie. I was ready to talk us out of doing it because you started to get the sense as it got closer that it wasn't uh-huh. going to make any money. And we had it on the list to do. And when I got that text from Brian, I was like, oh, I'm seeing this. <laughs> I, can't, I was yeah. my yeah. most it became my most anticipated movie of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's it's spectacular. It's a real yeah. achievement. It's hard to make things this this poorly. Yes. Especially when you have talented people around it. Um, yeah. Did, yeah, but let's, let's, did he let's make this in, movie? Boys. Did did Angley? I'm yeah. I, think, I don't think anyone Angley, made this movie. Yeah, it honestly felt Angley, like they just left a camera running and people were walking in front of the camera doing things. So cynical. Too. Like, it felt like there was and nobody I, directing this movie. It, as weird as that sounds, it felt like a static camera was just sitting there. Like there was no human emotion person controlling the device. Like it felt that that disconnected from any emotion at, at all. Any any type of uh, spark of inspiration, it felt. I it was, woo woo. Frame one, Brian. He makes frame some, one. You were you were dead on. <laughs> he's he's a lot like Sam Mendes to me. Like he's a director incapable of keeping momentum. In that he makes a good movie and then makes, you know, Sam Mendes made American Beauty, which, you know, people have differing opinions on, but you know, won a lot of Oscars and he followed that up with Jarhead. Um, <laughs> It's like Angley's kind of that same boat to me. I'm always surprised when his movies are good, and then I'm always surprised when his movies are bad. Um, yeah. But they're always normally interesting. This could not be less interesting. Um, and it's such a cynical and like out of touch movie. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I'm a huge fan of this film. So what if I was to tell you? Oh, it's a it's a movie about a guy who is you know he fought. In the war in Iraq and uh, in Afghanistan, and you know he's coming home from his tour, and he is in a halftime show for the Cowboys, and that sort of sparks some post-traumatic stress and some memories uh, of his time there. You'd be like, "Wow, that that could be a really good movie," you know. In theory, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, On paper, this doesn't this doesn't even come close to one percent of capturing that idea of any potential of that. I think there's maybe one part of this film. By the way, spoiler alert. From now on. Uh, I'm spoiling this. I hope I spoil it for you. I hope I ruin it. I hope I ruin your day if you yeah. haven't seen this well, already. Judging by the box office, we're the only three yeah. people that's Oh, that's true. So. There's no audience for this. So, we're just not... <laughs> um, so there's one part, I guess, when they actually get to the halftime show, which, believe, you'd, believe it or not, you you feel that it might not happen. We might not actually get to see the halftime show. 
and which would be uh, I would be even more on fire. But if I don't get to see a dog on a unicycle, <laughs> there exactly. There's a part where he's on the stage, and I guess a firework goes off, and he he flashes back to, uh, I guess a bomb going off, and that's it. You know, like that's the only parallel or connection there is to a halftime show. And this guy, you know, like there's no reason for this to even be at a halftime show. Uh, the the it's like they said it there. Are they? They're trying to they're trying to tell the story of the halftime show. They're not trying to tell the story of this guy or his life or his family or his times in at the war. You know what I mean? Like they're telling yeah. the story of this kid's day at a halftime show rehearsal, basically, <laughs> and he. <laughs> And he's just hanging out with the worst guy. I mean, the first lines in the movie are them the the U.S. military heroes talking about strippers and all just getting messed up the night before. And, I mean, they cram as much horrible behavior from the soldiers as they can into this movie. And I don't understand because it doesn't feel realistic like they're not doing it for that re- reason you know what i mean i don't like is it for humor or you know <laughs> what i question. mean it, yeah yeah it it's so jarring when it happens um that you don't know how to feel about it and there's a very jarring part later in the movie that i can talk about but it got off on a weird note for me right uh from the beginning with all the just what do you think of the flying uh, at you what- and uh, I mean, I don't know. What? What do you think of the uh, Dallas geography lesson? <laughs> Gosh. Gosh, man. You mean this wasn't <laughs> in Dallas? I couldn't tell. I did not know this was not. Yeah, boy. Look, I know you can't. they can't use NFL stuff, obviously, but like, I think that's probably my biggest problem with the whole movie, and it's just the overall... We don't get feeling of like it's trying to be so realistic, but it's so false and so far off from reality. And every really every scene is just so far away from from uh, real re- from reality. From and but it's trying to be that like it, like this is a really serious look at uh, PTSD, but it's not because this is crap and it's like not it's not well put together. That's when I started texting Richard when they when you get a look at the Dallas skyline and they are tearing down. Faux Texas Stadium, or about to tear down Faux Texas Stadium and building new Cowboy Stadium, literally right next door to it. And it's just like, oh no, this is gonna, yeah. how this, this is how this, this is gonna be. Oh, it? and the Texas Stadium didn't even look like tech, like they couldn't even bother to do a CGI Texas Stadium or like matte painting for that matter. It was like they just took the Astrodome or Georgia Dome or wherever they were when they shot this and just shot the outside of it. And like, nope, this is Dallas. This is gonna. It wasn't even a cheap knockoff of what the stadium would look. Like. I mean, they they the attention to detail was trying to be there, but then again, they just didn't give. A, they didn't have a flip. Like, oh, the seats are all red, and they never were in the actual stadium. Well, just keep them. Like, that's an easy, honestly, yeah. like just a color correction fix, like that you can do. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to like change the seats out. Like, that's the colorist, like just changing that out in post production. You know. To, to blue or whatever it was. Well, I mean, it's just like, and I don't know we're from Dallas and we are familiar with that, but I mean, then again, that's just like blatant. I don't know. It, it, 
I, there were 50 different logos for the team too, you know? <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was like a, 10 different kinds of stars. The letter Ds were everywhere. There were Texas. They were called the Texas. They were called Dallas at one point. Uh, yeah. There was... Look, the deal is you don't have to get that stuff right. Like I, I, that's easy for us to pick on because though. we live it's here. So funny. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. Like you don't you don't have to do that right. But if you're going to present your movie as a realistic look at PTSD and the war and all that sort of stuff, then yes, you do. Then then you do. If I'm not even touching to... on that type of stuff yet. I, I'm I know. Just touching I know. On but that. like you, if you're gonna. What I'm saying is if you're going to make a movie that says this is real life, then guess what? You have to spend you have to spend money and you have to spend time on the details. And that's that is like it leaves this sense of, like I said, literally from the first minute, you're like, oh, my God, no, this is wrong. Like everything about this is off. It feels wrong. They they mentioned Mark Wahlberg in a scene. and They're like, oh, yeah, Dirk Diggler. And just like every opportunity to throw something like that out, they do. In this, so they're in the stadium, yeah. right? And they're they're sitting in their seats during the game, right? And uh, so the soldiers are sitting in their seats, I guess, waiting for halftime so that they can do their halftime show, right? And they just show an erectile dysfunction ad on the screen <laughs> for no reason. It's never mentioned or explained. They go, erectile dysfunction got you down, like, in the background. Like, why is that the ad that they sh- – you know what I mean? Like, is, yeah. is that a joke? Is that funny? Is that – what, what, I, it's definitely I, like, cynical. I, I, I mean, like, I'm serious. Like, oh. how did that get past anybody that saw this movie that before? How did this movie get released? Like, let's be real. How did this even come out? Yeah, I mean, somebody somebody <laughs> looked at this and thought, yeah, this will be fine. I mean, Ang Lee, Ang Lee, he's he's Ang Lee. He can do this, right? Like, no. Like, I thought Life of Pi would be terrible. He pulled that off. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, oh man. I'm 99% sure, by the way, actually I'm 100% sure that what happened was that they were three months into filming this. By the way, this, this was a nine-month shoot or something like that, probably. Oh, no. Or something like that. I don't know. I'm, no. I'm, not, uh, I'm not serious. I don't know. It's just it's, it? it seems like a movie that would be cost an inordinate amount of money and take an inordinate amount of time and get this kind of result. Um, mm-hmm. But so they're making the movie. They're three months in. Somebody walks onto the set and says, guys, Aang, hey, Aang, come over here. Aang, I, I can get Chris Tucker into the movie. <laughs> no, you can? Yeah, I can get him into the movie. Met him last night at a club. Heard about what we're doing. Said he kind of wants cool to be guy. in the movie. Yeah. Cool guy. Really cool guy. Can get him in the movie. Well, we don't really have a... What if he's like the agent to the actual troop? Well, troops don't have... <laughs> I mean, they're, a, they're the yeah, army. They, 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 well, Chris Tucker wants to be in the movie. Come on. That's how it felt. I think Chris Tucker yeah. hasn't done a movie in 10 years. He shows up in this, has no <laughs> well, part in, uh... in the movie, has, has four lines and they mean nothing. Uh, yeah. He has an actual um, exchange in the movie that I wrote down and it says, agree, then disagree. If you want to agree, disagree, then agree. That's the actual line he says, and that's the. I'm pretty sure they said, "All right, Chris, Chris Tucker, just Chris, just start talking, just do Chris something Chris Tucker would say." Or in this scenario, you know, it was. But also, other. I mean, Vin Diesel's in this. Steve Martin's in this. I mean, there's some star power. Mm -hmm. It's uh, yeah, but you know what? We're gonna play a game because not only did people 
let this get released. Um, let's play America's favorite game show. Guess the Rotten Tomatoes score <laughs> for Billy Lynn's long ta- halftime walk. Uh, Brian, go ahead. Um, I know it's way higher than it should be. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess like fifty-one percent. That's my guess. Kent. Twenty-nine. Billy Lynn's long halftime walk is forty-three percent. Gosh, forty-three wow. percent of people are stupid. Yeah. Quotes, you know, like uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> um, let's see. The Variety said it's a highly original, heartfelt, and engrossing no. story, and part of the power lies in the way that those two things are connected. Mm. Uh, David Rooney of the Hollywood Reporter. These are reputable publications that are wow. uh, in print. Described the film as an absorbing character study. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> also, the other thing That's a laugh. I hate Peter Jackson forever for this high frame rate stuff. Like I want yeah. I hate it. It works in some very limited things, but why was this in that? Yeah, I didn't even notice it because because I was texting you the whole time, Richard. Like I was <laughs> just like barely looking at the screen, just just really absorbing the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. Yeah. The screenplay was really natural, and mm. yeah, but people there are mm. some people that are liking this movie, and I'm I'm you know it's yeah, like when Draft Day was sixty one percent or something like yeah. I hate I hate everyone. Yeah, even, that makes way more sense as a fresh movie than this does as a not like zero movie you know what i mean like that's like i i think you can watch if you're not a sports fan i think you can find you can watch draft day and not really get why it's so terrible yeah i don't like ashes fan yeah yeah exactly i just i don't understand how you how you get there with with this one at all when they're on the field and then the guy comes running up and get off the field i was like what is going on what (laughs) That would never that happen. Of, yeah. Ever. That kind of, it's <laughs> such, that's just such a punt on like really, really stilted oh, these, dialogue these, these and mili- strange military, sequences. Oh, these army guys are throwing a ball on a, a football field. Get off yeah. the field. This is my, f- <laughs> it's clearly turf. Like we can all see there's no way you can even mess up a field that's turf guy. And no one would ever tell them to get off. the. That would never. Why is that in the movie? That's a movie thing. What is people going do. on? People always write that in the movie. There's that, what was that Zac Efron, like Nicholas Sparks movie where he's just like Marine and he comes back and a yeah. or something. Dear John, and, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, There's it's one of those. A bunch of those, yeah. And he's like in the bar and just minding his own business in his like full military outfit. <laughs> yeah. And the random guy's just like, hey, soldier boy, like giving him crap. It's <laughs> and then like, he pours a beer yeah, on his yeah. head or something. Yeah, like that would never, right. like, People in movies nope. love fighting with soldiers. It's just <laughs> some... killers. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I can take this guy. And yeah. no one no one just starts fights for no reason, you know, in these and two, you don't start fights with the guy you know is like killed before. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah. no one just disrespects shoulders soldiers willy nilly, you know. Uh that's a weird trope that mm. is in a lot of movies. Needs to but stop. this one yeah. and it's like it's it's just to show how be- you know, further beaten down they are, but it doesn't work. All it does is seem ridiculous. And in this, but it fit right in with this. This, uh, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. film. Speaking of people, and I used the film purposely for the mess. Speaking of people who need to stop, uh, it pains me, my heart, 
and soul Don't to say, say this. Don't say it. Steve Martin, you need to stop. What? I don't he know what this was. In like five I years. know. He hasn't done a movie since the big year, the bird watching movie. Who would have thought that, <laughs> that one and this one wouldn't. Back to back. Man, oh, I forgot. Strike about two. That. Strike two, Steve. Oof. Yikes. Mm. <laughs> and, I mean, what is he? I, I mean, American it's Treasure Steve thing, Martin, though, but, I'll say, yeah. um, do comedy. Um, I don't know what he was going. I, I know what he was going for, which was Jerry, but mm-hmm. it wasn't all the way. It was kind of a halfway there or maybe a quarter of the way there, like mm-hmm. going yeah. going for it, you know, as as far as the accent and the mannerisms and, and committing to the character. So yeah. I never bought it. You got to go all the way or don't go at all. Or give mm-hmm. us Steve Martin, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is a thing that Steve Martin does. I mean, like, even at his prime, Steve Martin didn't always make great movies, you know? So it's it's not it's not like he's... Pink uh, Panther? Brian. <laughs> it's not like he's just been batting a thousand for his entire 40, 50-year career, and now he's like, oh, you're ruining it, man. It's like, you've done a lot of bad movies, but you're still Steve Martin, so... But I do like to think that he got on set. It was like, oh, an Ang Lee movie, sure, sure. And I'm, you know, I'm. He's from Waco, so maybe, maybe it's a fun thing to kind of play the Jerry Jones character. And then he got on set and is like, uh, what the crap's happening here? I don't understand. And he just kind of mailed it in. That's kind of my go-to defense of somebody who I really like that's in a crap movie. I always just hope they purposefully just kind of shut it down because they knew what they'd gotten themselves into. It's going to be Razzy. Be, you know, worst actor award, I'm sure, <laughs> nominated. I mean, and, and because Ang Lee we, did a horrible job of directing oh him in the yeah. performances in this movie. And because we've been getting a lot of corrections lately, we know Steve Martin's not from Waco, that he was born there. Just just save the emails that we'll get. <laughs> <laughs> we know he was raised in Southern California. We know he worked right. at Disney. We, we know. It's just born in Waco. And we can take credit for that. Us Texans can take credit. For that. So as as far as the other people in the military are concerned, they're all just really dislikable people. <laughs> None of them have any type. You don't have sympathy for any of them because you weren't really there with them. The actual flashback to the war scenes are not mm-hmm. well done at all. I mean, if yep. you're gonna do, and they're still the best scenes it, in the movie. Yeah, sadly, and you're. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good observation, but I'll talk about them here. If you're going to kind of maybe dedicate more of the budget to that, that would have been fine. Maybe less cheerleaders and more, you know, more better effects uh, with the, you know, the war stuff wasn't convincing at all in terms of flashing back to all that stuff. And they weren't shot. Well, at all. I mean, the, the, the best kind of scene in the movie, if there is one, is an interrogation scene where they're, you know, they go into it, they bust into somebody's home and they inspect it for guns and everything. And are you harboring people? Are you sympathizing with Al Qaeda and all that? But the camera seriously sits in the middle of the room and doesn't move at all. And they're interrogating this guy. Like, yeah. I want the camera in the guy's face. I want the camera all around him. I want the camera shaking. I want to build tension with, with among in the scene. It wasn't tense at all. 
And I was like, why isn't this tense? Oh, it's because the camera is just it's it's as if they just put it on a tripod and went to lunch. Like that's mm-hmm. as as much mm-hmm. camera work as in that scene, that whole scene. I was like, what is how is this directing? You know, that that's yeah. worst director award you know, worthy to me when you don't even try. It, it felt like they didn't yeah. try. Yeah. In that no, in that moment and throughout this whole movie. But I thought the actual actor who played Billy Lynn zero charisma. I yeah, he's in a this. bad spot. Like I, I could that's... not get on board with him at all. So that's kind of, you're, you're kind of out at that point if you can't get yeah. on with Billy Lynn himself and Billy Lynn's halftime walk. I, I feel bad for the guy because I don't. I mean, I've never seen him anything. I don't know if he's ever if he's really done any any acting. I think this is basically his uh, his kind of debut. I'm looking at it. yeah, he's got no credits. So this is his first thing. He's the the titular character, and boy, he's asked to do a lot, and he's not capable of doing it. And that's it's not that's really not his fault. When you're put in a, I don't know, when you think you're making when you're making an Ang Lee movie, and it's uh you know like we got Steve Martin, we got Vin Diesel, we got uh, Garrett Hedlund, like this is this should be this should be your the perfect way to debut, and instead he gets nothing like he gets nothing to work with and no support from anybody in the movie and it's basically just like hey kid who's never acted and is by the way is doing an accent because he's from london so like go out there and uh carry this entire movie it's it's awful that's an awful position to be put in hey what's up ma'am fam kent here and yes if you're hearing from me you know it's time to talk about blue apron if you haven't tried out blue apron by now what the heck are you even doing Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They deliver fresh meals straight to your door. All the food is fresh. It's sourced from local farms. And there's no wasted ingredients. I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for a long time now. And they have still, to this day, never let me down. There's tons of variety. Some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis, soy glazed pork and rice cakes, skillet vegetable chili with cheddar drop biscuits, holy crap, and garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad. So take it from me. Try out Blue Apron now. Go to blueapron.com slash mad. That's blueapron.com slash mad. Get three meals on us for free. Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner. So check out Blue Apron, blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Hey, ma'am, fam, question for you. Do you own a small business or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Right now, you can post your jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. Thanks to ZipRecruiter for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. There's no way he did. Like, I can't believe that it was him. That it was Ang Lee. I, 
Oh, see, I mean, it's possible. He's made some bad movies, but, but this is this is how like do you go from Life of Pi to this? Like, it is no. not. There's not humanly possible. I, I'm convinced that it's somebody who stole his identity. You know, it, like that's how weird it is. Um, I I don't know. I don't. I just I can't explain it. When he's when Billy Lynn's at the national anthem, and then he flashes to him with a cheerleader, like in oh, the shit. bed. I was like, what is going? What? Why does that happen? And then. Just him, like I said, this movie's about him at a rehearsal for a halftime show. Which, uh, by the way, pretty common, I think, for big halftime performances on Thanksgiving Day for... No one uh, to know the, where they're doing. For no yeah. one to know where, yeah. what, what is happening, period. Like, they'll, they'll find out when you go on stage. That's a thing that happens at every award, I mean, uh, every yeah. halftime performance. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, it's just him hooking up with the cheerleaders, them partying. Every scene is them passing booze around. I mean, are they trying to show how the troops really are? Is that the that, point Yes, of this? yes. That's what, that's what he's trying scumbags. to do. But it's, it's just so cynical. It's so freaking cynical. I'm I just glad I'm not in the military or know anybody that was with me that was that would see this and be like, I can't believe that that's how they're representing me and my, you know, I'm sure there are people like that, but I, I don't know if it's to the, that degree, uh, but I would feel offended if that's how I was represented as a member of our military to American. You know what I mean? If that's like, that's how they really are. They're just, they're all out to get drunk with, I don't, I don't know. It just felt, felt di- like he was on a, he was on a felt like he was on a smear campaign <laughs> with the military here. You know what I mean? Like just to make them all look pretty bad yeah. because they I mean, all look I horrible. Think, I think he's trying to show if I if I'm going to diagnose what a terrible movie is trying to get at. I think he's just trying to show that these they're kids. I mean, our our national security is put in the hands of kids and it's a really difficult thing that they're put through and every single minute of every single day but like <laughs> i mean you there's ways to do that and to make those characters seem interesting and sympathetic and realistic and no. not just like awful caricatures of uh like the worst generic like choking fans at a, yes. at a game like why is yes. <laughs> I just every scene. I'm just, Gosh. what is happening? To, to be fair, I I wanted that guy to be choked out too. I so did too, like, but I mean, but why is it just, the soldier choking out the guys, yeah. and then the guy, and then somebody awful. sees them, and then so they get jumped in a tunnel. The soldiers get jumped Gosh. by random dudes, and again, why yeah, would to Richard jump point, soldiers pretty, like what? Yeah, pretty normal thing. Like, I why just, does that happen ever? I don't, uh, man. <laughs> I cannot. I can't get over it. I mean, the the lack of execution here is is it's stunning. Honestly, it, yeah. It, like yeah. you said, it's almost harder to make a movie this bad than it would be to make this mm-hmm. good. You know, you would really think, okay. um, in terms of, I don't know, maybe crossing over the halftime show a little bit more. Maybe <laughs> the connection, like, as far as basing this on source material of any kind, did they do that? I believe it's based on a book. Uh, yeah, it's based on a book. Is it based on is it based on the real story that they're selling? Don't tell me that it's based on the story that they're selling to the Jerry Jones character in the movie. 
because the, the whole story is remember what if it's just we super can't, meta we oh. can't sell this movie for ten thousand dollars a piece we're worth <laughs> way more than that and this movie is one of the biggest bombs of all time that would be so ironic and crazy yeah it's based on billy billy lynn's long halftime walk it's actually the name of the book too so they just yeah i think it's a novel it's not a true not if i'm remembering story. correctly yeah not non-fiction at least that's my yeah understanding. Yeah, it's a novel. So okay. I'm sure that book is great too. <laughs> Just judging by how this played out, because if there's one scene in it that is the same, then I'm kind of out. <laughs> Oof, is there man. anything else that offended you that I haven't already pointed out? Because that's just the stuff that I wrote down. <laughs> I, I know there's a I'm lot. I'm really, you know, as um, somebody. By the way, if Kristen Stewart is the uh-oh. best actor in your movie, has the most charisma, you know, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, That's all you gotta say, dude. Even like, I really like Garrett Hedlund, yeah. even though he's he's definitely very capable of having bad performances. Um, but man, like every every line that he has is just so hard and cynical and angry, and it's just like, dude, <laughs> you need to go get point, with that chick now. Yeah, it's like we can blame all we want on the director, but at some point you have to look yourself in the mirror and be like, this is bad. I need to I need to tighten this up. <laughs> I mean, that just. I was pretty saddened by that because I, I like that guy a lot and he he was rough. Diesel was good for all three minutes that he's in the movie. You know, that's that's good. Yeah, the whole thing with his, like the doctor, the psychiatrist calling him and trying to get him to, to bail and then him you know having the inter- internal fight over it while everything goes to crap around. I mean, that's just... It's so it's like, like everything else in the movie, it's just so poorly executed that you can't take you can't take it seriously. I don't understand how anybody reviewed this movie and, and came out saying, yeah, this is a real heartfelt, honest, unique look. Like this is this is garbage on every <laughs> on every level. It's just it's just garbage. I don't get it. I don't understand how someone who does this for a living could could think, no, that wasn't that wasn't terrible. I, I don't know. Like you can make the case that Batman v Superman is good, and I'll think you're wrong, but I can at least like Shane, our, our buddy Shane, I'm like, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. I think you're wrong, but that's cool. This, if you're trying to make the case this is a good movie, I'm I really don't know what to say to you. Like this is a, I'll this just is, shiv you instead. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, oh man, I I don't know, I don't get. It. Someone on IMDb rated it as emotional and moving, and says mm-hmm. I just watched this movie as part of the New York Film Festival as an early screening, and it's a film that will be stuck in my mind for a while. It's deeply emotional <laughs> and moving, with great acting cinematography and an original score which did this have a score wasn't it basically just <laughs> temp music yeah. and destiny's child in the background the whole time oh, um, fake destiny's child gosh man. i need a soldier so bad. by the way that was, was that was that actually beyonce did that actually get her i couldn't tell yeah could you not tell when I they never showed her face they, yeah. they didn't show her face but i'm pretty sure that was beyonce <laughs> um said, this is why she tore up uh you know, Jay-Z's car and lemonade because he actually <laughs> signed the deal to get her in this movie. <laughs> also says the ending was strong and had me choked up. This movie is based on a satirical novel, So there's definitely some humor. It's not totally depressing. <laughs> Where was that? <laughs> yeah. Did I miss that? Part? I, 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 I think outside. the humor was the Arkansas dysfunction out. stuff. I don't know. Holy man. Uh, ugh, oof, oof, oof. You know, the movie remind, I don't know if you, I, I don't think you guys ever saw this. It reminded me a lot of Aloha last year that had that because it had the same feel. Seriously, it has the exact same feel. If you 
if you see Aloha one you minute dog in. drown? <laughs> that feeling? Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Exactly. Uh, one minute in, you just have this this immediate sense of like, okay, everything, everything's off. Like, this is not going to, this is not going to come together because the entire, <laughs> the entire feel is off one minute in. And it, it's, it's pervasive. And it, that's, that was the movie I thought about the entire time I was watching this. And this is five times worse than Aloha. So think about that. There's a weird sequence. It was cool that Emma Stone played the Afghani uh, soldiers, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. So this is pretty fitting. Spoiler alert again. And uh, an adults only alert, too. If you got little kiddos in the car, you don't need to hear what I'm about <laughs> to say. But it needs to be said. Oh, when, the, when they're at the press conference. And oh <laughs> and they're asking him the question. But I guess they hold press conferences for halftime shows too. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, the quick change artists. Those, like, those, those really Thanksgiving Day halftime show yeah. press conferences well, are real bigger. Yeah. They, big this nowadays. year, did you not go to the press conference for the backup dancers for, for Eric Church? For Eric Church? No, I did not. not. I did not go oh, to the okay. Eric Church press conference. Believe it or not. Mm, okay, but, that's weird. You got your pictures with him before. <laughs> they taught him how to play guitar so when they're i guess he's not flashing back but kind of thinking of what he wants them to say and then so like what do you guys do in your time off masturbate when they did that just i was it's like is this happening is this really in this movie and the way that he tried to kind of weave it in there with the he's only in color, but everyone else is in black and white. And Gosh, just kind of like, I forgot about that. Point. Oh, my God. <laughs> it tried oh, to do these geez. like weird little flashback, like, you know, remove him from, you know, the perspective. Like, like he's out of body kind of for a minute and these weird things yeah. to have him kind of remember those times it just didn't work at all it was no. such it was so cringy it was yeah you knew oh, exactly man. what they were doing and you were like nope that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't work and it's the only time that that particular effect happens in the whole movie so you th- yeah you think there's a chance that they forgot they did it that they originally intended to do that more often and then right when the movie actually premiered he was like oh crap i forgot about that part hmm. well or all right at stomach how did some exec not go up to them and say Hey guys, there's this part where they're just talking about masturbating during a battle, <laughs> and I think you left it in there on accident. Word out thing, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. it's so out of place and weird because again, it's the first time it's ever in the movie like that, or that that kind of like that I like that I flashback. Like Kent, I get the parental advisory part, which yeah. I really appreciate, Kent, but I like how you refer to you preface this conversation with a spoiler alert like key plot detail forthcoming oh no i meant meant like a a warning for the for the the parent that's the explicit warning oh man i appreciate it i really do i think that's very nice of you but that's just hilarious but i i just imagine that's how the conversation would have gone down like a this is not supposed to be in this is this movie it just doesn't it doesn't gel, and I would be very confused to be a somebody. I don't know what studio this was. Was it? Was it Paramount? Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say Summit. 
Cool. It's adult swim. Oh, it's adult swim, guys. This is a Tim and Eric production. This makes more sense now. <laughs> yeah, then I'd be TriStar, but I can't. Who else? TriStar doesn't do their own thing anymore. I don't think so. They've got to have. Well, that that studio folded in 1993. So. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no wonder this sucks. Can't be, <laughs> can't be right. It's it is co-produced between the United States, the United Kingdom, and China. So big overseas drop. That there's anything that Chinese audiences Chris Tucker love is big over there. Really cynical so. Afghanistan war movies. So. Oh my goodness! Oh uh, man, I don't know. It's it's TriStar is the listed distributor. Uh, <laughs> like they I found know. some money. Holy cow! Like, oh like, yeah, all right. you got one last shot at this. We can <laughs> yeah. get back in the game. Let God. it ride. Speaking of that, when I was <laughs> when I was researching to come on here and eviscerate this movie, the there was a there was an article in uh, on Deadline <laughs> because this movie premiered in uh, in two theaters. Okay, first week two theaters, and uh, there was some serious optimism coming out of uh, coming out of TriStar, I guess, uh, for this movie because it it averaged a lot of it made like it averaged like fifty seven thousand dollars for its two theaters, and so they were like that's the third highest opening. Uh, theater-wise, for the entire year. And so there's, like, all this optimism. We're thrilled, quote, by the momentum out of this weekend by TriStar's uh, mm-hmm. executive there. And uh, since then, it's made $1 million. So yeah. things have not gone well. Momentum <laughs> really didn't carry through. It's, it's unfortunate. I'm just going to list off some movies last week that made more money <laughs> Than Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. And this is just last weekend. Okay, again, Moana was number one with Fantastic Beasts and Doctor Strange rounding out the top three. Okay? Makes sense? Okay, great. So, where would we say that Billy Lynn's long halftime walk would rank on, say, a numbered list if those were the top three? Out of movies that are out right now in the theater. I'm guessing somewhere in the 20s. Richard, 20, yeah, I, 24. I'll go. I'll go high teens. High teens. <laughs> Billy Lynn's long halftime walk, as of this past weekend, ranks 27th <laughs> in the theater. Oh, a man, 70, the list now. a yeah. 77% drop. Uh, other movies <laughs> that have made more money than it last week alone, mind you. <laughs> These made more money over the past weekend. Uh, Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, tw- 21 the weeks on the chart. Yeah. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Didn't know that came out. Boo, A Medea <laughs> Halloween. Still made more money than this. <laughs> In late November. <laughs> yeah. Halloween's been over for a month. People the, are like, Whoa. The Jack Reacher sequel made more money than this last week. Never go back. That boxing movie with Miles Teller made more money. Bleed Mm -hmm. for this is what it's called. Mm -hmm. Also, The Accountant still out. And, of course, Bad Santa 2. More than quadrupled. So did did Deers and Doggy, which is a movie. Mm -hmm. Apparently. The Eagle Huntress. Mm -hmm. Also, Sully. Uh, Still out. Still Sully, making more Sully, money. Still, still raking in that old person money. Just mm. 
Uh, so barely, barely beat out um, Storks <laughs> as that came in at twenty at thirty, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, Inferno and Deepwater Horizon. So yeah. good times. So that's the kind of company it's in. By the way, Hubble, <laughs> Hubble 3D did three thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's at an IMAX theater somewhere, and they've mm-hmm. just been showing mm-hmm. it every. Man, those movies make so much money. It's all, it's so funny. You always look at them and it's like Deep Sea. Go down the list. Deep Sea, forty six million dollars. Born to Be Wild, twenty five million dollars. They're just raking in money. Oh yeah, Deep Sea three D has made forty six million total. Yeah, they made eight hundred dollars last week. Nice. Quite a week. Quite a week. That's a good little bonus check for yeah. Under the Sea. Born to Be, Born to be Wild has million. been on the chart for two hundred and ninety five weeks. So it's, it's, good. it's good. What about Wild Hogs? Mm, just missed the top 100, okay. unfortunately. Ugh. But it'll it'll get its Oscar this Wild year. Wild Hogs. <laughs> Debuting this week at number 811. Wild Hogs, back on the charts. <laughs> Roaring comeback. Gosh. Heat Seekers. Wild Hogs. Um, okay, so that's the kind of company it's in. It's made a total of $1 million domestically. Gosh. But worldwide, It doesn't have a huge budget, million. but still, man. Twenty-four million. I can't not. I bet it was more than one million dollars. <laughs> I wonder what the budget was. Find it out. Find out. It's, it's about not 40. listed. It's about forty. It's, about 40 yeah. and it's made twenty-four. Which is surprising, just given the the film uh, filmography, like the way that it was filmed and whatnot. Like I don't think it's going to make its money back. No, no way. Especially whatever they had to spend to yeah. market it. And... You never know. There's always some dumb country that'll do it. Yeah. You, I will say, heard... talking to you, Denmark. The trailer yeah. was pretty good yeah. for this. I don't know if I yeah, said it wasn't that. a terrible trailer. Not ter- I mean, it it definitely the trailer definitely left me feeling like yeah, there could <laughs> not be that something this there. could happen, but that something bad could happen. Not this bad. I didn't think this bad could ever happen. But um, that there was some there's some little parts where you're like, oh wait a second, maybe that's not going to be very good. But it at least had like a general feeling of positivity, and then not not so much. Not so much. Yeah. Mm. It's amazing you could get. Nominated for best director and then do this. Gosh, I you know, so I mean, weird. good grief! Is it like a, is it like a passion project or something? Like I just, I don't understand. I, I guess think, I don't like I said, honestly I think understand why he even made America. the movie. Like it's, it's weird. clear he it's doesn't really weird. He doesn't know anything about American culture. I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. say that. And if he does, he did a that horrible very, job yeah, of representing it. Horribly fake. Yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole con. The whole, every part of of what happens as far as just like attitudes and the way yeah. people talk and it, it would be uh, like if we tried to make a movie about like you know chinese pop culture with the exact amount of research right. we've done right now yes yeah totally i'm ready if you guys are uh, if we want to hop off and start writing that together i'm, I'm been <laughs> yeah. preparing but yeah no you're totally right like it's it's hor- nothing offends me and this is horribly offensive on every level by the way, speaking of Chinese culture, right. what do we think about work. the Great Wall movie? Oh, man. Oh, not. I'm Oof. not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be. That, put that on the, uh, on the poster, please. We want to see Mad About Movies. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, that might be our comeback towards China for this movie. Like, that's our. <laughs> Like, yeah, you think that... you can offend our sensibilities about our culture? <laughs> okay, buddy. When does that one come out? 
think it's Hopefully February. February. Oh, well, that's, that, that's, that's the best when you know month it's to release yeah. a movie. <laughs> Eighteen horror that's movies right, and right. this one. Yeah, that's Chinese production, though. I think it's in right. Chinese, isn't it? And they just yeah. they wedge yeah. Matt Damon into it for certain scenes. But he's for doing the a Boston <laughs> accent just for the heck of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, because none of the get some chopsticks over here. You'll, you'll notice if you watch it next time you're in the theater, if you see it again, the trailer, none of the whips match up with any of the words that are being said. So uh, I think it's like uh, they overdub it or something, or they, they shot it in Chinese, but they overdub it for us or something. This mm. feels like it's for them, but we're it's just an all to Chinese. See it. Yeah, it's an all Chinese cast, and then Matt Damon and, uh, and Willem Dafoe, who coincidentally was just <laughs> over there for some weird sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they'd had him in. Oh, he's, so, he just came, yeah. He, yeah, he's like, ways. oh, well, Defoe's in town. We'll put him in. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That was such a good Brian joke. I like that. Like that. <laughs> that got me. That got me. They had a Kurtwood Smith scheduled to play that role that he bailed out the last second. They right. were just calling around. Oh, Defoe's in town. For work? No, not really. <laughs> kind of. He expenses it. <laughs> Well, nonetheless, I think that could be one of those. I, I saw the trailer in 3D. I think for Doc with, before Doctor Strange, it looked awesome in 3D. I will say there were some cool effects. So mm. may, that might be its saving grace, the Great Wall, if it has something 3D. And it'll make a ton of movie with an American movie star in a Chinese production. Yeah, overseas, it's gonna crush. Oh, it, it will. Like, yeah, it'll, it's gonna make eight dollars here, but over there, it'll be like the biggest movie ever in China or something. I, you know, they until well, the next transfer. There was the what, what was it called? The Mermaid? Like two years yes, ago, that yes. was the biggest movie yeah. ever in China. It was about a mermaid, like a, a man that was a mermaid or something. Weird. Merman. Merman. <laughs> a merman. Very weird. So, Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Not good. By the way, <laughs> I. <laughs> Do you think, how much do you think the actual title has to do with the fact that it didn't make any money? People just didn't know what it was, maybe, or it, it just detracted them from seeing yeah, it. Who's Billy Lynn? Because yeah, it's Billy no, it Lynn's was... long halftime walk. Uh, don't you get it? <laughs> it's it's not a good up? title. Not a good title. Not it seems like it's translated from from Chinese. Like that. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. does not make any sense. You don't know what it is unless you, it's explained to you. And then even then, it's just like, oh, okay, well, okay. The mermaid made half a mil- half a billion dollars in China yeah. earlier this year. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I was thinking. I need to see that. Wonder why it was so popular. Anyway, poster's pretty cool. <laughs> I wonder what you guys are going to give this grade wise, because I think you know what I'm going to give it. Grade We're about to get some. Do we have any? Call else? the patent office. Yeah, I call it Pat Novice. <laughs> we do we have any other thoughts on this at all? No. I have nothing else to say about it. Um I'm I'm kinda Gosh. sad for Diesel and for Steve Martin. Uh, he'll brush That'd right off. Fine. Luckily no yeah. one saw it, so yeah. no one will even like hold it against them. That's true. Well it, and it didn't even really enter the, the zeitgeist of, of 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 like being, oh, have you seen this awful movie? It just kind of Yes. Like got yeah, Silent fart on a road trip. (laughs) (laughs) 
It just came and went. You just kind of <laughs> floated by. No yep. one ever noticed. And the yep. few that did yeah. really hated you it. You got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You pulled it off. Everyone was upwind. You lucky son of a gun. All right. So, yeah. So I don't think this will, like, really taint anybody uh, on it. Even Ang Lee. No I think intended. if Ang Lee had a good movie in two years, people would be like. His next movie is the Thriller in Manila. The, oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christine. So we'll see if he still gets to do that. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm a little nervous now, guys. I wasn't nervous before this, but he uh, bounced. He's bounced back before. He had done like three boring movies in a row before Life of Pi. So yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So we've had two boring movies. This is boring. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's go ahead and let's go ahead and hit grades. I think I'm going to give it a F minus, 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 patent pending. Go ahead, Richard. Uh, yeah, this gets a, uh, this gets like a J. <laughs> <laughs> Solid J. J plus, actually. I'll give it a J plus. Because, because uh, of diesel. Cause, yeah, because yeah, no one came up and blew up the screening or anything on me. So. <laughs> Give it at least had that I survived it. Uh, <laughs> Not Brian, emotionally, are, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'll, Kent, I'll send you your, uh, I'll send you your your uh, royalty, and I'll give it the old F minus minus minus. This is in contention for worst movie of the year, which oh, I yes. really didn't think was possible. But boy, this is going to be a fun bottom ten to figure out this year, guys. We've got. We've got quite a, a plethora of uh, of good choices, <laughs> suitable choices. I like it that way. <laughs> I, I, you know, half of my fun in that episode is to do the bottom ten. You know, yeah, same here. Yeah, it, it I've fun. said this a thousand times. Like we, it's so much more fun to do these this episode. Like today, we've recorded uh, Moana and we've done Billy Lynn, and that's perfect. Like that's the that's the spectrum. It's so much more fun to do movies that are really good. Or movies that are really bad. It's the in between that's that's just like, eh, that's fine. That that sucks. That's that's hard to talk about. It's not enjoyable. That's that that top ten, bottom ten episode is so much fun to do just because of that. And well, for getting to relive the best of the year, like Zoolander two. Oh, was that this year? <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. Oh my god. Aren't you excited to revisit that? Mm. What a year. What a time to be Worst alive. Worst year. <laughs> Yeah, this year's terrible. I'm pretty sure that 2016 is one of the years that we're going to discover. And in 20, you know, 2035, we're going to go to ancient Egypt and be like, oh, yeah, guys, look, here, they just they warned us about 2016 right here. We didn't listen. Sorry. Oh, look. Some translation. Hieroglyphic yeah. of Prince. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. He's X'd out. On so the they, told us, they told us to leave by 2016. We didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't listen. We didn't listen. Damn it, Trump. Who didn't listen? Right. Like, Trump's just insult to injury. You know, it's just like, oh, God. You, you think about all the people we lost, and oh, my gosh, what a horrible year it's been. Just throughout the world, and like, yeah. oh, by the way, Trump. But, okay. hey, plus side, the In Memoriam segment will be fantastic on the It Oscars. will be. Yeah. Will I be. hope Sarah McLaughlin sings. This time. They accidentally put Shaggy for some reason. 
Life is one big party when you're still young. <laughs> oh my god. Pictures of Alan Rickman. <laughs> well, baby. Both of them my peeps you are to me. Richard, you need to do that. Every year you need to make it a habit of taking the Oscars in memoriam <laughs> and putting Shaggy's Angel over it and putting it on YouTube. This is a great idea. Every in memoriam oh segment from every award show. Oh, man. What a perfect idea that is. You have to do that, actually. All right. Then it's under consideration. Okay. All right. If we Theoretically, I'm in on it, but it requires of me doing five minutes of work. And I... Well, we pretty much did an hour on this, and I never want to think about it again. Yeah, well, we spent more is, time on it than Ang Lee did. So high school French class. The minute I pass the test, it's out of my brain. I, I cannot believe that there are critics that recommend it. I, I mean, uh, I, 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 I will, I welcome any critic on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> who recommended it on the show to defend it, and we'll do a little debate. How about that? If you're listening, with Shaggy's Angel playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Under one circumstance, Shaggy's Angel can be the theme song. <laughs> That's in our writer. Every time we go anywhere. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Angel has to be playing at all times. My bed music has to be Shaggy's Angel. So anytime I'm talking, can, I'll send you the file. It's okay. I'll send you the file. But you can just put that in there when I'm talking. Ladies and gentlemen, at our panel, we've got the guys from Mad About Come <laughs> Yes. Just fade it out, Ken. Let's ride. Until next week, fellas. <laughs> One time. Oh, oh.